back to another episode of the Chef's Table Podcast. I'm very excited about this week's podcast as I just got back with my family from an amazing trip to Mexico where we visited a bunch of different areas. Uh, Mainly we were in Mexico City and Monterey. We spent a good eight, nine days I think in in Mexico City, uh, visiting a lot of very cool places, uh, lots of uh, cathedrals and museums, and just seeing some amazing architecture. And there's just so much history when you look uh, at Mexico. Uh, mainly, um, you know, uh, in terms of the podcast uh, for this week, uh, mainly focused in on the food aspects of the trip. Um, and t- definitely talk a little bit about some of the things that we saw, but mainly I tried to focus in on the food since that's pretty much what the majority of this podcast is all about. Uh, what's kind of cool, I think, about this podcast um, for this week is that um, it's various clips um, put together into one big podcast uh, from different days uh, throughout the vacation. Um, So sometimes you might hear the audio is not as good as maybe this might sound. Um, You may hear some background noises, but I think it it all kind of comes together real nice and kind of gives you a little bit of an audio kind of visual background, if you want to say, of uh, when you hear the noises of kind of where I'm at. I try to describe a little bit where I'm at um, when I'm doing the the various clips. But anyways, I'm pretty excited about it. you know, after listening to the podcast, you can definitely check out uh, the Instagram account or the Facebook account. I post a lot of pictures and some videos from the trip and uh, should relate real good to uh, the podcast, uh, you know, after you listen to it. So, uh, real excited for this week. Uh, hope you guys feel the same. And then uh, before we get started, let's take a listen uh, from our sponsor. This is Chef's Table and welcome back to another podcast. I am here with my dad, chef's table owner, and I am his son. So I hope you enjoy this about all the food that we ate over the over the summer in Mexico. Alright, it is basically the end of day one here in Mexico City. Uh, we are in our Airbnb, getting ready to bunker down for the night. I uh, just wanted to kind of fill everybody in on the first day here, first full day. We actually arrived yesterday, got in around oh, 7 or so, 7 p.m. Um, standard time here. Uh, we did have about maybe a half hour wait to get through immigration and maybe about a half hour drive uh, to get to uh, our Airbnb. We're staying right here in Alameda right in the uh, uh, historical part of Mexico City. Uh, we got in last night, we met one of uh, with one of my wife's uh, relatives, and uh, once we got to our room, put our bags in, uh, we actually went out and got some food. We were pretty hungry. So we went to this place called La Cerveceria, Cerveceria sorry, de, Bar- de Barrio Alameda. Uh, basically a, a bar. Um, they had nice bar food. I uh, had the soccer game going. We were watching Mexico versus Canada. Uh, so my first official meal actually was a torta, which is a sandwich, and uh, it was a grilled flank steak. 
uh, had some uh, cheese and some avocado and some fries. Uh, very, very good. Uh, of course, I had a local uh, beer. Um, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the name, but it is definitely on my Instagram, uh, on the, the Chef's Table Podcast Instagram and Facebook pa- uh, page if you want to check it out. Um, pretty good. Uh, so it was a, a great uh, first night in Mexico City. Uh, we got up today and we actually um, had planned a walking tour with a local guide. His name is Ivan and he is awesome. So I'm going to post a link to his Airbnb reservation site. So if you ever are in Mexico City and you want to do a, a historical walking tour, you have to check him out. Um, he's a former professor, um, studied history of Mexico City, has a tremendous passion for the city, uh, and it was an absolute amazing tour. Uh, walked us around to a lot of different spots. Um, you know, we saw some, uh, actually some ancient ruins from some temples that they uh, did not actually build over right in the middle of the city. He brought us there first, uh, brought us to the uh, some cathedrals, just absolutely amazing architecture uh, in this city in these cathedrals Um, so we had a chance to walk around um, and uh, see some amazing architecture Um, and brought us right into the central area in the middle of Mexico City uh, where basically their version of the White House is Uh, we had a chance to see that Um, and uh, some very very cool places so um, definitely check it out so after the walking tour, we talked to Ivan and asked him um, about some good places to eat. And one of the places he mentioned was actually a Pozole place, the House of Pozole. Um, and I am not going to try to pronounce it, uh, but it's definitely on the Instagram page. Uh, but we had a chance to go there, and it was pretty good Pozole, I gotta say. Uh, I got the Pozole Verde con pollo, so basically a green. Um, pozole uh, with chicken and if you're not familiar with what pozole is uh, think um, kind of a light stew that has hominy which is um, basically like the corn kernels which have been um, soaked in a lye to kind of make them a little tender and for the skin to come off Um, you know basically a lot of times when we have pozole in Las Vegas um, we'll have it with uh, pork uh, they use the pork shoulder and then served with condiments like radishes, uh, sometimes lettuce or um, cabbage, um, oregano, onions, and then usually some kind of chips or tostadas, something like that. Um, so the rest of my family got the uh, pollo rojo, which is the red pizzole, which we usually have, but I wanted to try something different. So I got the green pizzole. It was very good, um, made with tomatillos. Um, very good, um, uh, kind of hard to describe if you haven't had tomatillo before, um, definitely had a nice kick to it though, um, actually had a little bit of, uh, viscosity or a little body to it for pozole, um, almost like a real thin stew, lots of chicken, uh, nice pieces of, um, of the hominy in there, um, of course I top it off with, uh, this one, they had lettuce and radish and onion, um, and then some tostadas uh, for a little bit of crunch. So it was very, very good. Excellent lunch. I had a nice uh, beer that I never had before, Modelo Ambar, basically an amber version of the uh, Modelo beer. It was very good. Uh, 
and then after that we walked around for a little while uh just checked out a, a couple of things um actually came back to the room um kind of relaxed for a little bit and then we went out and had some dinner um right next to uh, a restaurant right next to uh where we're staying it's called gotan g-o-t-a-n it's an argentinian italian steakhouse a little bit higher end um very very nice um i had um a uh, steak called arachera which is basically uh in english is that it's called the hanger steak which is a piece of meat coming kind of comes from the belly area it's actually very very tender uh really really good um and what's great about the meats here in mexico is a lot of them most of them are grass-fed uh, versus the meats that in the United States, which are corn fed, uh, corn sorry, corn fed. Um, so it's a lot different texture uh, and flavor when it comes to the two different types of meats. You know, we're all used to the um, corn fed, um, very dense, um, a little bit easier to eat uh, steaks versus the grass fed has a little bit more of an earthy flavor, a little bit harder to chew. Not that it's hard to chew, but a little bit harder to chew. Um, but you can definitely taste the, the flavor uh, difference. Very, very good. Um, they actually served it with a smoked sea salt on the side and a little salad and then uh, got some uh, fries. Um, my wife got um, the uh, pechuga de pollo, which is the chicken breast, and they topped it with a house-made chimichurri, which is very uh, Argentinian. Um, basically, chimichurri is... Oh, kind of like uh, fresh herbs and oil and crushed red pepper and garlic kind of all blended together. It goes really good with grilled meats. Um, so I tried a little bit of that. It was very, very good. Um, and then my kids both got pasta. My daughter got raviolis, which were excellent cheese raviolis. And then my son kept it pretty simple and just got pasta with butter. But uh, very, very nice meal. Definitely suggest it uh, if you're in the area. So I just want to check in after the first day, and then um, I don't know if I'll check in every day, but I'll try to kind of uh, keep some uh, some posts going here and there as uh, I try different things and we visit different places. Okay, well, it's been a few days since I had a chance to uh, update the podcast. I am actually standing in front of the Frida Kahlo Museum, which we're about to get ready to enter and as I'm staying across the street there's actually a couple vendors with their little carts right out in front one of them has fresh coconuts that he's actually cutting and serving with uh, salsa and uh, tapatee or um, tahine and the juice and everything it's pretty cool uh, it's been an amazing trip so far we're on day six I believe uh, yesterday we had a chance to um, Go to a couple different markets. Uh, make sure you guys check out the pictures on uh, Chef's Table Podcast Instagram and Facebook page. Uh, the first one we went to was uh, called the Mercado San Juan. Uh, it was uh, recommended by someone I used to work with a while ago, a friend of mine, uh, JC Hernandez. He lives in Mexico City now. Uh, he suggested I go check it out, and it was quite an experience. We didn't last too long. Um, got a chance to walk through it real quick. Uh, but there was everything and anything you could think of in there. Um, they were literally skinning rabbits. 
um, you know, live, well, not live, sorry, but there was uh, turkeys hanging uh, to be sold. Um, you could buy scorpions that were dry and crickets. Of course, they had a lot of fresh produce and uh, you can buy the nice chickens here. If you ever seen the chickens in Mexico, I think I put a picture on there. They are bright yellow, a lot different looking than the United States, um, just because they're a lot more natural and the things that they eat. Um, so it was a pretty cool experience. We didn't last too long. We were kind of in and out, but uh, we did actually end up going to a different mercado called uh, Mercado Roma in the area of Condesa. And uh, this one was a lot nicer, uh, had some very cool restaurants. Uh, we actually had breakfast there and I had uh, chilequiles uh, with the salsa verde. Um, and then I had this Argentinian uh, sausage. Um, it was uh, called chorizo argentino. It was absolutely amazing and um, came with scrambled eggs. It was so good. I actually ended up ordering a second plate. That's how good it was. Um, had a chance to eat some great places. Uh, we had lots of tacos, El Pastor. Um, went to a place in uh, Condesa. Uh, El Tinconzito, I think is the name of the restaurant. It's on the Chef's Table podcast Instagram page. Uh, some pretty good tacos, El Pastor. We had that yesterday. We went to a very high-end restaurant um, near the Anthropology Museum in central part of uh, Mexico City called Restaurant Tamayo. Um, I had this 12-hour braised uh, pork belly with a puree of black bean and puree of uh, potato. It was excellent. Um, so very high-end, very nice place. Um, great experience. I would definitely suggest if you're ever in the area, you check them out as well. Um, so all in all, it's been going great. Uh, had uh, a uh, quesadilla the other day at uh, Tacos Al Caifan, which is a place right by the hotel we're staying. Um, had something that I've been wanting to try for a while in the quesadilla called Huitla Coche, which is actually like a fungus that grows on corn. Kind of, a, I wouldn't say it's a delicacy, but it's a little bit... Um, more of a specialty item here. I've been wanting to try it for a while, so I'm glad I had a chance to try that. Uh, also, pictures on the Chef's Table podcast, Instagram page, Facebook page, if you guys want to check it out. And I actually ended up buying some fresh coche uh, at the market yesterday, so I'm going to try cooking that uh, within the next day or two. So other than that, um, just about ready to get into the uh, uh, Frida Kahlo Museum. So, I'm going to sign off for now. I'll try to check in with the next day or two. So, uh, we're just going to see how this works. Uh, Adrian, tell me what you had for lunch today. I had, um, I had guacamole and I had elotes, corn, with cheese and tahine and mayonnaise. What do you think has been the best thing that you've eaten so far in Mexico City? corn always the best so no desserts or anything like that it's just corn huh we've, we've only had one dessert and what was that I don't know it was like bread crumpled up with Nutella inside what about that big huge chocolate donut you ate last night 
last night. You mean two nights ago? Yeah, that was like a Texas-sized donut. <laughs> All right, so we are near the end of, uh, I think, believe it's day six, and we are in Torre Manacar, which is the Manacar Tower, or in other words, it's a big old shopping mall. Um, Adrian, what do you think has been the uh, the most fun that we've had in the shopping mall so far? The K1 Racing. It was so fun. What is K1 Racing? It's go-karts. Oh, you had fun in the go-karts. They go pretty fast? Kind of. You were a little nervous at first, right? Yeah. Then what happened? Then I became beast and I drifted. <laughs> yeah. So, and what else? My dad drifted so hard that he almost got in trouble. <laughs> All right. So, let's talk about um, what we did today. We started off at the Frida Kahlo Museum. That was pretty cool. What did you What was your favorite part of the museum? Um, just the paint studio. Yeah, it was pretty cool. We got to see her paint studio and her easel and everything like that. It was pretty cool. So then, uh, after that, where did we head to? Um, we came here. Uh, I think we went somewhere else before we came to this mall first. Oh yeah, we came to come, we went, we went to go eat at this place called... Called what? Do you remember the name of it? It was like Conazar de something. No, Corazon oh. de Magai. Corazon de Magai. Magai, in the town of Villa Coyacan. So, pretty. would you say it was a pretty nice restaurant? Yeah. There's a whole bunch of people that kept on coming up to us. Oh, really? What were they, what were they doing? One of them asked for money or something, and then another guy tried to sell lollipops. And then this other guy tried to ask if we wanted music with his trumpet. And then the last five, like five people, asked if we if we wanted to buy some kind of spirit animals or something. Yeah, that's a pretty good explanation, huh? Yep. So, um, what uh, what'd you have for lunch today? Guacamole and elotes. Oh, right, right. Well, at the restaurant you had guacamole with uh, tostadas. How was the guacamole? good was it like some of the best you've ever had like real fresh tell us about the guacamole no it's not the best mom makes the best ah yeah she'll be happy to hear that when she listens to the podcast huh if she does listen to it uh, hopefully she does all right so uh you had guacamole uh i think your sister had what what did she have do you remember she had little taquitos or something yeah she had sopas which is like little kind of tacos but the taco is a little bit thicker huh yep it wasn't too bad and then your mom had like a, like a quesadilla with i yeah. think jamaica inside which is a flower very popular in mexico they make agua fresca out of it too Looked pretty good. And you had nasty guacamole with cocker no, crickets in it. I did not have guacamole. Yes, my dish did have crickets, or in Spanish, they are chapulines. 
So, yes, for lunch I had a Teuda de Chapulín, which is kind of like a really large, kind of like a tostada. It has a bean spread on it, and then some cheese, and had some lettuce, and then of course it had the very traditional chapulines or crickets. So you might think it was kind of gross, but actually they are dried and then they salt them very well. So it's just like kind of like a little crunchy snack. They don't look the best, but honestly, they really didn't taste like too much, to be honest with you. And it's kind of a very popular traditional snack from the Oaxacan region, Oaxaca in uh, Mexico. So what did you think about your dad eating crickets for lunch? I couldn't look at you. <laughs> Why not? Because you, you just keep on describing them. You're like, they're salty and crunchy. It tastes like nothing. Yeah, it was pretty good. I'm glad I tried it. I don't know if I would get it again, but uh, it was pretty interesting for sure. And then I had a drink called a curados, which is made, f uh, which is made from a traditional uh, drink called poke, which is uh, the fermented sap from the agave plant. And this one was was mixed with a little bit of uh, red wine, so it was a pretty cool drink. I had lemonade, which was super sour. Yeah, they make good lemonade down here, don't they? Hello. Okay, well, anything else you want to add on? Nope. Okay, well, we'll sign off for right now. Okay. All right, so checking in again. Uh, I believe today is day six. It's honestly... Uh, days are running together a little bit uh, I am outside so you'll probably hear some background noise uh, but I think it helps add a little bit to uh, the feel here of Mexico City uh, so in day six um, actually today's day seven so I'm kind of re recapping day six here uh, day six um, we uh, got up kind of really didn't have a lot of plans so I'm just kind of let the day play out um, but we did get up and uh, we walked to a uh, pretty famous restaurant in Mexico City, uh, Cafe de Tecuba. Uh, we went there uh, to get some breakfast, a very nice place. Uh, put some pictures on the uh, Instagram and Facebook page, Chef's Table Podcast. So uh, if you want to check it out, um, please do so. Uh, but very nice restaurant, um, very, very friendly staff as usual, very attentive Um I went there for breakfast, and uh, I started off with um, basically it's like a Mexican hot chocolate, um, basically milk and fresh, you know, not fresh, but uh, real chocolate, kind of cooked down together, melted down together. It was very, very good, a lot better than uh, the packets of hot chocolate that uh, everybody's familiar with probably in the United States, um, but uh, very good hot chocolate to start. Um, they also brought us uh, rolls. This is the first restaurant that we've been to where we actually uh, they brought us rolls instead of tostadas. They were fresh rolls, uh, a little bit on the sweet side, which was kind of cool. Kids loved them. Uh, they were very good. So uh, that was that was a nice touch. And then uh, I ordered an omelet with uh, flor de calabaza, um, which is uh, basically a squash blossom, squash blossom as we know them here in the United States. Uh, kind of the uh, the flower from the uh, the squash plant uh, so they basically just kind of cook them down season them a little bit and then just made a regular omelet put the uh, flor de calabaza inside of the omelet and uh, 
They serve it with a nice uh, small little salad, tomatoes, avocados, onions. Uh, it was uh, very, very good. Um, nice way to start the day. <clears throat> very beautiful restaurant. Um, so uh, if you guys are ever in Mexico City, make sure you do check it out. It's a great place. And then uh, we uh, walked around for a little bit, and we actually ended, actually ended up going uh, to... Uh, the Museum of Torture, which was pretty interesting, and basically they have a lot of um, relics and some original um, uh, equipment used uh, for torture, uh, you know, especially from uh, Europe, and then um, a, lot of, a lot of these things were from, uh, the, from Europe, uh, but it was pretty interesting, uh, to say the least, so um, we kind of did that, and uh, it was a pretty relaxed day. Um, the night before, uh, we actually got home and um, we uh, had bought some things uh, at uh, one of the Mercados and just had a nice dinner actually at back in the hotel room a little bit later. Um, I was really craving a salad. I hadn't had one in a while, so we picked up some um, red leaf lettuce and cucumber and cherry tomatoes, uh, made a little salad and um, had to use my creative side here and uh, to come up with a dressing. Um, we didn't have much, uh, but we did have uh, mayonnaise, uh, we had mustard, uh, we had uh, some uh, fresh lime, and um, we had some a uh, little bit of uh, almond milk um, that, you know, that uh, we had bought. So I kind of just mixed all those together, just a little bit of almond milk, just to thin out the mayonnaise a little bit with the fresh lime. It actually turned out pretty good. Uh, so I did that for a dressing. Uh, we bought these absolutely gorgeous beautiful fresh figs uh, they were so amazing uh, so we had some of those fresh figs and then we bought some um, haman uh, iberico which is the dried cured ham from um, spain uh, shaved nice and thin we got some of that and a little bit of uh, italian salami and then we got some um, manchengo cheese which also from spain um, had a little bit of that and then uh, i bought uh, a baguette and then I just kind of put a little butter on that and toasted that and a nice little dinner and then I bought a little tiny little bottle of cheap red wine just to kind of uh, go along with the meal um, but it was kind of nice just to eat at home and relax um, and uh, you know actually eat some food that we bought and, and prepared so it was, it was kind of nice um, so we're here day seven we are going to be heading over to uh, Puebla um, uh, Cholula in Puebla so uh, I will probably do a podcast tomorrow or the next day and fill you guys in on that okay we are finishing up our last day around Mexico City we visited uh, two places today one area one city is called Cholula and the second is Puebla so uh, we started off, uh, it was about a two-hour drive from Mexico City, I believe, to Cholula. And uh, we uh, arrived at Cholula and spent a little bit of time. Basically, we went and uh, visited a beautiful church up on a mountain, had to walk up some steps. Uh, it was gorgeous up there. They actually had some kind of um, ceremony going on. So there was a, like a mariachi band and a bunch of people walking. And uh, it, was, it was really cool to see. Uh, church was beautiful, of course, really beautiful uh, view of the city of Cholula from up on the uh, top of the mountain. 
And uh, when we came down, they had some pretty cool signs, so we got our pictures in front of the signs. And then uh, it was a very short drive to get into the city of Puebla. Um, very, very cool uh, place to visit. Um, once again, we had a chance to visit inside of a cathedral, very beautiful church. Um, some of these churches actually have real gold um, on, on some a lot of the architecture on the inside. Uh, so it's uh, really very interesting, very cool to see. Um, so basically headed right into the center of uh, Puebla to visit the church and then we basically walked maybe a block and we had lunch at a restaurant called <clears throat> excuse me Sabrosito Corazon Cocina Mexic Mexicana um, very cool place pretty well known uh, they actually had um, they gave you menus when you sat down and we did the whole tostadas and the salsa but it was kind of cool because uh, one of the things they did uh, to also promote their food is they had TVs around the restaurant uh, and the inside and they actually had pictures of the food from the menu so you could see what you were ordering I thought it was kind of a unique idea something different um, <clears throat> Puebla is uh, pretty well known for a couple things um, I was told that uh, mole is uh, supposedly has originated or originated from uh, the city. So of course I had to try that um, when I was there, and I got the uh, chicken mole. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and uh, it was a a leg and a thigh, um, you know, sautéed and then cooked in the mole sauce, which was uh, a very very sweet mole. Um, I'm assuming that a lot of the sweetness came from the chocolate, uh, probably some sugar or honey. Um, they use sesame seeds in there. Uh, obviously, they use chiles to give it the base flavor, and then uh, they top it with toasted sesame seeds. It was really, really good. It's just a little bit sweet for me. I don't like it quite so sweet, but it was very, very good. The meat was super tender, and then, of course, they served it with a little bit of um, Mexican rice, the orange rice. You know, uh, rice toasted a little bit in some oil, and then they add in onion and garlic and tomato, and sometimes they add vegetables like peas or carrots or carrot uh, or uh, green peas, uh, anything like that. So, very very good meal. Glad we went there. Um, also, um, I didn't get a chance to try it, but um, my wife tried one, and there is a uh, torta or a sandwich uh, from Puebla called a semita. Um, basically it's on like a sesame seed bun, but it's like a brioche bun. And then, um, I'm not really sure exactly what kind of meat it was. I believe it was some kind of chicken and, um, there was avocado and tomato. Um, and I believe a little bit of either shredded cabbage or lettuce. Uh, but, um, that is, uh, another, uh, in, uh, food that is originated from, uh, Puebla, Samita. So if you ever get a chance to visit, make sure you, um, uh, get down to Puebla, try the mole, and definitely uh, check out one of those semitas. Uh, so that's going to be pretty much it for today. Tomorrow, uh, we are going to be leaving Mexico City and heading to Monterrey in Nuevo Leon, the state of Nuevo Leon. So I'll check in uh, probably a couple days after we get there. All right, well, we're finishing up our trip here. We're actually going to be getting on the plane tomorrow so this will be our my last pad podcast from this absolutely amazing trip 
Uh, Monterey has been a lot of fun. Um, we were there to visit a lot of my wife's mother or suegra side of the family. Um, we uh, got there um, and just kind of hung out. We got there about halfway through the day and the first day. Just pre- basically hung out a little bit uh, with family. Um, didn't do too much. But the next day was a big day. <clears throat> we were celebrating... Um, one of um, my wife's uncle's uh, birthday, uh, I believe it was his 60th birthday, uh, so they had a pretty big party at one of uh, family members' house, um, some pretty cool um, regular food, uh, actually they grilled a ribeye steaks over um, uh, charcoal, which was amazing, um, can't go wrong with grilling steaks steaks over uh, charcoal versus the gas grill. Uh, that was really good. Uh, I had rice, um, had some fresh fruit. Um, so some some really good stuff. Um, it was a great day. Um, we also had a chance to go get breakfast um, at a pretty uh, popular place known for their chilaquiles. Uh, it's called Frida. Chilaquiles, I believe, is the name of the restaurant. Um, very cool restaurant. Um, obviously, they're known for the chilaquiles. Uh, it's a very family-friendly restaurant. They actually give um, out these uh, kind of these cardboard paper, more like a cardboard, uh, kind of like a tile. They give it to the kids with crayons, and you can actually decorate the tile, and they actually put the tiles up on the wall inside the restaurant. So they're... Um, the whole restaurant is kind of filled with all these tiles that have all these different pictures made by kids and adults alike. It was very, very cool. I thought it was a very cool concept um, for a restaurant. And um, we actually made some tiles and got them put up on the wall, which was cool. So um, we went there for a late breakfast. Um, I got some coffee and I got a Jamaica Agua Fresca. Jamaica is a flower and they make this uh, Agua Fresca or a fresh water uh, out of it. Um, I don't want to say Kool-Aid, uh, but kind of along those lines, you know, but it's a lot better for you. Obviously, you can put as much or as little sugar in there as you want. You could add some lime in. Uh, very dark color, like almost like cranberry juice, kind of bitter without the, uh, without the addition of a little sugar or honey. Um, very good for you, too. Very healthy. So I had that to start. And then um, I, of course, decided to do the chilaquiles. I got the uh, chilaquiles in the... Uh, uh, salsa verde, the green sauce, uh, came with these uh, puree of black beans. I got a fried egg on it, and then I also got Wheatley Acoche, uh, which is the um, uh, fungus from the corn. And they saute that up, and that was on top of my chilaquiles, also with some mushroom. It was very, very good. What a great way to uh, start the day. Um, I think I posted a few pictures on the chef's table podcast of the meal we had there so uh, it was very very good um we also had a chance to visit uh caves in uh, villa de uh, garcia area that was very cool had to take a cable car to get up to the top and they had these caves that apparently a priest had found many years ago um definitely a great tour um and i gotta tell you uh we had a snack there but it was probably 
one of the best churros I've ever had in my life. Um, it was amazing. They actually had the chocolate filled churros as well. They put in, they fill it with a, like a Hershey's chocolate syrup. But I, you know, I think one of the reasons is that it was so good is it was literally right out of the fryer dipped into uh, cinnamon and sugar and given to you while it was still warm. So, um, excellent. The caves were a lot of fun, but the churros were absolutely uh, amazing. So um, we got um, we saw uh, some wild uh, uh, sheep walk by uh, when we left, which was pretty cool. Um, and then uh, pretty much our last meal, one of our actually our second to last meal, we went out to eat uh, at a restaurant, and I'm drawing a blank on the name. Unfortunately, um, it was in a mall area. Um, but, uh, my wife and I shared a mocajete, which, uh, was filled with shrimp and chicken, uh, beef, um, and, you know, it's in like, a um, a pretty spicy chile sauce, but they actually, um, well, it appears that they actually cook the mocajete, they cook the food actually in the mocajete, so that's like a mortar and pestle, but it's a large one, and of course, you know, it comes in just the, uh, uh, mortar the, without the pestle, um, but uh, very, very good stuff. I love mocajetes. There's actually a great place in, in Vegas called Los Mocajetes where they have really good ones as well. Uh, so my wife and I shared that, and then my son, uh, he really enjoys um, Red Snapper uh, and uh, Deep Fried. So it was on the menu, and we talked to the server about it, and he went back, and they had one, I guess they had one or two fish left, I think he said basically they had one fish left, and it was uh, one kilo and 200 grams or something ended up being like almost a four, I think it was like a three and a half pound fish. It was huge, but little man tore it up pretty good. I helped him with some of it, but he ate a lot of it, So, um, and it was definitely a very, very fresh fish. It was excellent. Um, yeah, so now to finish up... Um, We've ended the trip with probably one of my most favorite Mexican foods. And it was made by um, one of Vanessa's uh, tias or aunts, Tia Chayo. Uh, and uh, the meal is called Cochinita Pibil. And it's basically a braised pork, which is shredded. And then it's served um, in a sauce with... Obviously, a little bit of chiles, but it has a lot of orange in it. So it's kind of a sweet, a uh, little bit dark, uh, kind of a thick sauce that it's served in. It is absolutely amazing. And then the um, accoutrement or the topping that goes with it is actually uh, an habanero. habanero uh, it's fresh habaneros, uh, sliced super thin, uh, fresh onions. And then you toss that together with fresh lime and a little bit of salt. And that's what goes on top. So it's, it's very super spicy, but... I got to tell you, I couldn't have asked for a better way to end this trip than having that meal of Cochinita Pibil. Um, got it, and we were watching the, the soccer game, of course. Uh, it was uh, Mexico and uh, uh, Brazil. So it was uh, a lot of fun uh, to finish up the trip that way, and um, we will be heading on the plane, heading home tomorrow. So I uh, really hope you enjoyed this podcast. I had a lot of fun putting it together. Um, 
make sure you check out the social media chef's table podcast on instagram and facebook there's tons of photos some videos from our trip and uh, as always uh, let me know what you guys think and uh, give me some ideas for future podcasts all right until next time peace out